0: Good morning, good morning. It's, okay, what is it? It's Monday, 1130 a.m. Is this sort of like a day of rejoicing, day of rest, day of liberation? Okay, it depends on where you are. But you're listening to Escape to Heaven on 94.1 Wave 94, Servant Marcia, Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. I want to talk about something. I was on an airplane like yesterday morning in the middle of a storm, and it really felt like the plane was going to go down at any moment. The ups and downs to children and oh, my God, and the hidden fear that we were all trying to keep in. And I started thinking about how in the world are we ever going to land? It didn't seem like it was possible, but there was one word that I kept hearing, and that word was faith, faith, faith that the pilot was going to figure out how to land this plane in the middle of a storm. Faith is the foundation of of obedience. You know, it took a lot for the pilot to obey the protocol of flying a plane in the middle of a storm where you want to grab your emotions and do whatever you think is best. And I think that this is the way how we are all living. That's walking by faith, believing that God is our substance, our creator, that Jesus is our savior. Faith is the foundation of obedience. You know, while living on earth is so easy to get caught up in the news of the day or the lifestyle of fear being perpetrated in society. I mean, fear of not ever getting married. What about that for all these beautiful young people? Fear of not meeting your mate, not working, not having a job, being homeless, poverty, illness, defeat, COVID. Vaccine, prison, persecution, loneliness, nobody to love you, HIV, AIDS, demons, evil spirit. Okay everything, (laughs) fear of everything that is not of the kingdom of God. Remember who we are. We are the woman seed living in this fallen world. But aren't we to have faith no matter what and believe in God, even while you're on a plane that appears to be going down? You still got to have faith in God. But how do we do this? I mean, for real, how would I, a little one, just... Not even here a hundred years, and it seems like earth has been here forever, I don't know. But how do we have faith? One of the things or comments that Jesus made is like, when he comes back, will he find faith? And I'm going to bring that up to you and I today. Uh, Philippians the second chapter 14 verse says, "Do all things, oh my God. Did it say only do godly things? No, it says do all things without mummerings and disputings, that you may be blameless and harmless as sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation upon which you shall shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life that we can rejoice in the day of Christ, that we've not run this race in vain or labored in vain. So we're not to mumble or grumble or complain because all of that is an indication of no faith. In Exodus, the Israelites after they had left Egypt and was in the wilderness, they began to murmur against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And in Exodus 16, they are talking about, Well, what shall we eat? <laughs> and Moses said, Okay, so the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat, and in the morning bread to the full. For why? The Lord heard you murmuring, and you murmured against him. That means you did not have faith. That God would provide for you. And what and when you mumber, are you mummering against the pastor, the prophet, the evangelist, your parents, your job, your boss, your employer, your husband? Who are you mummering against? You're mumbering against the Father, the Lord God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. Death is the result of mummering. Uh, And Numbers, the 14th chapter, you know, uh, this is what the Lord is saying through Moses. Your carcass shall fall in this wilderness and all that were numbered of you according to your whole number. So to think that God don't know that you are here, that he don't know the numbers of the hairs on your head is (laughs) that's foolishness. God knows you're here. hears everything, sees everything. And here's what he told the Israelites from 20 years old and upward, which have mumbered against me. So those individuals of the Israelites that were 20 years old and above, God knew they mumbered and complained against him, pulling them, delivering them from the hands of slave masters in Egypt to liberty in God the Father. And as a result, they died in the wilderness. But let's talk about obedience okay <laughs> first samuel 15 chapter and samuel said hath the lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the lord behold to obey is better than sacrifice to hearken is better than the fat of rams And all he means is you can pay your tithes and offering. You can go to church every Sunday, Saturday, Wednesday, Thursday. You can do all of the uh, rituals. Of religion, as if you have a relationship with the Lord. However, that's not good. What's really good is obedience—that you are able, first of all, to hear the voice of the Lord, and then secondly, to obey. So it's not the biggest, biggest ties and offering, or or the ram, the fat of the ram. It's listening and. Obeying for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as of iniquity and idolatry. Because you rejected the word of the Lord, then guess what? He also rejects you from being in leadership, from being his child. You know, children of God are not only created by God, but they are obedient to the Lord. Amen. Romans, the first chapter says that um, the Son of God was declared with power, okay, according to the Spirit of holiness because of the resurrection from the dead, by whom we, the saints of God, the remnant, the children of God, have received grace and apostleship. Okay, meaning that we are able to go out and make disciples. That's what apostles do. We're able to do that. Why? Because of obedience to the faith. Among all nations, we can do that for his name. Among whom are we called, we are the called of Jesus Christ. Amen? Romans, the 16th chapter tells us how now to him, that is a power to establish us according to the gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret, you know, ever since the world began, but now it's made manifest, you know, through Jesus Christ, by the scriptures of the prophet, according to the commandment of the everlasting God. How did it get made known to all nations? How? obedience of faith amen and then second corinthians says how god's inward affection is more abundant to you and i because he remembers obedience of us he remembers our obedience to him with fear and trembling uh, there is a section where it says you know that uh, we have to make ourselves ready through fear and trembling, obedience, amen? And faith, you know, let's talk about the word faith because that's what we're speaking about today, how faith is the foundation of obedience. So Hebrews, the 11th chapter says, now faith is the obedience. No, wait, wait, that's wrong. Now faith is the substance, okay? I mean, of all things that are hoped for, right? The evidence of things not seen, faith. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed, not by the hands of God, but by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Things that were seen were made of things that are unseen. You can't really see the word of God because it's invisible. It's an intangible. But faith, amen? Proverbs 28 says, A faithful man who's the results of faith shall abound with blessings. But he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. So, if you're working, or even if you receive Jesus Christ, because you think that receiving Jesus is going to make you rich, you're going to mess up. You won't be innocent. You'll make mistakes. You'll lie. You'll steal. You'll cheat. Habakkuk, second chapter says, Behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. Romans first chapter says, the righteousness of God revealed is revealed from faith to faith. Why? The just shall live by faith. Second Corinthians fifth chapter says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Amen. If you are thinking about escaping, right, from all the difficulties and problems and challenges of the world, just even if it's momentarily, and you want to escape to heaven, not drugs, right? You're going to escape to uh, what we know is eternal and perpetual and of the kingdom of God. You want to escape, right? You have to have faith. So you can't escape to the unseen without faith. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Okay, so Matthew's the ninth chapter, talking about faith again, is how they brought to Jesus a man that was sick of the palsy, lying on the bed, and but their faith. See, how do you bring a bed to church <laughs> with the sick in it? You have to have faith. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick, Son, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. That's interesting because Jesus leaped from be made whole and be healed to thy sins be forgiven. So sometimes we are ill because of sin, right? Things that generations ago our parents may have done or ourselves. But if Jesus forgive your sins, then he's also opened the door to your health your well-being, your prosperity. Faith is the foundation of being obedient unto the word of God. Also, uh, there was a woman uh, that touched the hem of his garment. And uh, while Jesus was saying, who touched me? I felt virtue leave me. And finally, she came forth. Jesus said unto her, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was whole from that hour. Um, There were some that were blind and God, Jesus actually touched their eyes. And he said, according to your faith, be it unto you. I'm going to touch my eye right now. I've had surgery with cataract and The eye doesn't seem like it wants to work correctly, but I'm going to believe this word and touch my eye as Jesus touched those individual eyes. And I'm saying to myself, and you should do it too. By faith, I am healed. By faith, I am made whole. Amen. And Matthew 24 chapter talks about a faithful and wise servant. Uh, The Lord made this guy ruler over his household. So if God gives you a territory or an assignment or a ministry or a business or a family, uh, God gave this to you for you to rule over or to be a good steward or a steward. To the extent that you're faithful, you can't see God. God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. But if you perform your work that God has given you faithfully, Matthew 25th chapter said, the Lord said unto him, well done thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I, God himself will make you ruler over many things into thou, therefore into the joy of your Lord. So, I'm learning today, and I hope you are, that faith is the foundation of obedience. But through faith and obedience, we receive so much. We receive healing. We receive uh, prosperity. We receive influence. Nowadays, they have a word called, I'm an influencer. Uh, I think you want to do that through faith in the word of God. Amen. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence not seen. Um, the disciples asked God something when they were walking with Him, and He uh, said to a fig tree, "You shall not produce any fruit." And when they walked by again, the fig tree was dead. And they say, "Lord, how 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 could we do things like that? How did you do this?" And um, Jesus responded, "Have faith in God, Jesus, who in our minds is also God." Because Jesus was the Word, and the Word was God. The Word was with God. The Word was made flesh. And in his flesh uh, mode of existence, Jesus had to do the same thing that you and I are doing. Have faith in God. Amen? He said, Verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed. Okay? Okay and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. So faith gives us the ability to believe the impossible. And if we believe the impossible, then we shall say it. And if we say it, we shall have it, but you faith. Faith is a heart thing. Uh, that's how your mouth is able to say it, because in your heart you believe in God. You have faith in God. Uh, in Luke, uh, there was a woman that was healed, and Jesus said to her, "Thy faith have saved thee." I mean, she may have thought it was Jesus. But it was her faith in Jesus that released the healing, the virtue of healing, unto her being. And Jesus said, go in peace. Amen. And um, a lot of us have jobs, employment, and we say we want to be an entrepreneur. But here's what Jesus said. If you have not been faithful in that which is another's man's meaning and something that belonged to someone else. You could be an elder or a preacher, or a minister, or a deacon, a uh, doorkeeper, uh, the cleaner of the church, or a janitor at a job, or the restaurant cook, or the chef, or the business person, but, you know, the accountant, the bookkeeper. If you're not faithful in another's person, dream or vision, then how? How can you expect the Lord to give you your own? That's what Jesus is saying in Luke 16 chapter. But if you could just be faithful, Luke, the 19 chapters, it says that Jesus will say, well done, thou good servant, because thou has been faithful in a very little. Now you shall have authority over 10 cities. You see, that's how... God, how Jesus released success unto us, multiplication unto us. It is through our faithfulness and obedience. Obedience. (laughs) Faith is the foundation of obedience. Amen. Faith is even needed to grow a ministry. In Acts, the sixth chapter, it says, The word of God increased, and the number Uh, The disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and a great company of priests were what? Obedient to the faith. So you want your ministry to go grow, you want the church to have more influence and significance in the community through the power of God than the church itself, the members of the church, must move in the spirit of obedience. Father, we thank you for speaking to us today. You're listening to Escape to Heaven, Servant Marcia. And I know that we can walk in this uh, blessing, spiritual blessing that God gave us when he created us. Amen. He created us. To prosper, he said, uh, be fruitful, multiply, you know, take dominion, replenish <laughs> the earth. I mean, this is the desire of God's heart that we increase and that we show uh to all nations the kingdom of God. Amen. In Romans, the, um, well, I want to go back to Acts, the 14th chapter, it says, Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. And that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus, when he came out of that wilderness, you know, he had faith to even (laughs) trust the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. You know, he could have easily ran back out, but he didn't. Why? He had faith. Jesus had faith. And he went through the tribulations of the wilderness 40 days, 40 nights. And he relied on the word of God, constantly saying, it is written. And after he left that wilderness tribulation, he began to speak about the kingdom of God. Why would he speak about that after the wilderness? Because he had entered into the kingdom of God himself. Amen. (laughs) Romans, the fourth chapter says, for the promise that he should be the heir of the world. Okay, we're talking about Abraham now, or to his seed through the law. But it was through the righteousness of faith. So, it wasn't the law that Moses gave that Abraham held on to. He held on to the promises of an invisible God, intangible, a spiritual God, Abraham. (laughs) It was through the righteousness of faith. So, then faith comes by hearing, and hearing what? the Word of God. So our spirit men have to be reconciled unto the Spirit of God in order to hear God when He speaks. And then when God speaks, our faith in what He has said lends us into being obedient. Amen? And we want our faith to stand not in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now, if you have no faith, if your faith is little faith, that is not a good position to be in. Because Hebrews, the 11th chapter says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that God is, amen, and that he is a rewarder of them which diligently seek him. Deuteronomy said, 32nd chapter, that God would hide him, hide his face. From them, and he hid his face from the nation of Israel for a moment. I will see what their end shall be, for they are a very froward, meaning rebellious generation, children in whom there is no faith. And Jude, the first chapter, talked about murmurers, complainers, and what do they do? Walk after their own lusts, and their mouths speak great swelling words have a person in admiration because of advantage. So people that murmur against the Lord, generally those are carnally minded individuals that look with their eyes, Okay, walk by their sight. They're eager to please mankind who they can see and not the God that they cannot see. Hebrews the fourth chapter said, well, let's talk about third chapter first. It talks about Holy Spirit tells us us today, hearten not your hearts, as in their provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness. So now he's talking about the Israelites when their fathers tempted God, proved God, and they saw God do miraculous events, like keeping them fed, keeping them with water, keeping them uh, being strong and healthy. No one was feeble. Even their clothes lasted for 40 years. But God was grieved with that generation. Why? Because they always err in their hearts. They never knew the ways of God. Why? They did not have faith. And without faith, they could not receive the unseen God, the spiritual God. Hmm. So God swore in his wrath that they shall not enter into God's rest. And Hebrew, the fourth chapter says, Let you and I therefore fear us today, remnant children of God, let us fear lest a promise being made uh, to us, okay? Being left, us uh, so of entering into his rest that we won't enter into the rest, that we would become short, that we would be in torment and poverty and lack and illness, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> evil spirits, unclean spirits. That's that's not rest. You could believe or you can know of God, but if you don't have faith to believe God's provision for you, you will not be able to enter into the rest. For into us was the gospel preached. So we heard the gospel, but the word preached did not profit the Israelites. Why? Because it was not mixed with faith. Even though they heard God's word, they did not have faith. Are you going to church every Sunday, hearing the pastor jumping up and down, but no faith? So when you leave the presence of the, of the ministry, nothing changes in your life because why? You do not have faith. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said. But if you don't have faith, as I have sworn in my wrath, God has sworn in his wrath, that they should enter into his rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. See, God has provided from us before he even made the world. He provided for you and I to do what? To live in his kingdom even while we're on earth. But if you don't have faith, then the provision that he has made, you will not experience it. Lord, help us with our faith. Amen. And Luke, the 17th chapter, the apostles said unto Jesus, increase our faith. You're listening to Escape to Heaven, Servant Marcia. I'm going to pray for us today. Heavenly Father, thank you that you hear and answer our prayers, Lord God. Hear our prayers for faith in you, faith in your word. When Jesus saw the pelagic, Lowered through the roof, he saw the faith of the man's friends. Their faith was a belief that Jesus could do something about their situation. Lord, we believe that you can change our lives. Give us that same faith, Lord. Please help us to come to you with all our problems, pressures, knowing that when we come to you, Lord God, that you can change our situations. You are the king of ages, immortal, invisible, the only God. Oh, Father, to you be the honor and the glory forever and ever through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. God, we thank you for deliverance. We thank you for rest. We thank you for salvation. And we thank you, Lord, that we are able to be obedient to you by the indwelling of of the Holy Spirit that's released unto us through our faith in Jesus Christ. God, we thank you. You all be blessed. I love you. But guess what? God loves you enormously more. Walk in faith and then walk in obedience so that you can multiply upon the face of the earth. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.